Welcome, everybody, to episode 105 wow. of the Lookout Podcast. Yes, yes. And we're doing it together. <laughs> we're doing it together for the first <laughs> fucking time. Incredible, bro. 100. At NMA NYC. At NMA NYC. Listen, episode 105 for the first time. This is a monumental thing. Yeah. It has been over even 200 episodes of the A-Show. I still have not oh seen Justin God. ever. That's so crazy. I keep I, I keep forgetting. Y'all never even you met. No, right? we never even met. Bro. Shit, bro. But it is what it is. Yeah, yeah. We're promise. lucky to be here. I'm, of course, Mills, and I'm here with JG yes. Okotsu himself. I am here, yeah. Yeah, and we're here. Listen, shout, shout out to our also, the, the third member of this weekend, Jamal, who had to fly back. <laughs> he did. It's Kaya's back. birthday. It's his daughter's Happy birthday. birthday. Kaya. So, had to do the damn thing. Um, listen, man, we're here at Anime NYC. Yeah. We, we got to talk about this weekend. Let's talk oh, about yeah. this weekend a little sure, bit. Sure, dude. Because it is Sunday now. Mm-hmm. Um, Friday. Well, Friday was a, talk about your talk about your Friday. How about yeah, my that? Friday. My Friday was crazy. Uh, I ended up working a half day at work. Mm-hmm. I left. Never uh, would have done it, but sure. Yeah, I, yeah, right. I, I left. I'm trying to say PTO here. I left. <laughs> uh, truly, that's what's going down. So I left. I got home. I finished packing because I didn't night before. I'm irresponsible. And then uh, I got taken to the airport. And when I got off the plane, Mill says, "Hey." You know, if you Uber, you should be here, blah, blah, blah. We had like a little mini RNC dinner if you had, type thing. Yeah, if you had Ubered from, I don't know, you got JFK? I was at JFK. Okay, right. right. If you had Ubered from JFK, you may I probably would have made that little may have RNC made dinner we had. Mm-hmm. But I got off the Uber, or I got off the plane, I checked Uber, shit said like $80. I was like, fuck it, I'm, I'm, I'm. I'm taking the trip. Bro. That was probably a good deal, honestly. Really? See, <laughs> yeah, was that like, was probably a good so deal. So look, I, I went ahead and I was like, you know what? Let's just let's do this thing. Let's okay. let's New York this shit up. And I got on the I got on got the, on the train, train. Little Mugen train. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Which which was interesting experience for me because you, have you ever been on a railroad ass train? Yeah, yeah, I have, but it's been a long, long time. Yeah. So uh, yeah, it was an experience. I got here super late, obviously, and that was that was it was nice. Like I mean, it was still cool. I, I think I got to like experience the city a little. Bit. Yeah, yeah. So that was cool. But uh, any interesting sights on the train? Anything wild that happened? Yeah, I mean, I saw I saw some. I just I saw some characters. You okay. know, nothing specific, but I definitely saw some fucking some people, bro. <laughs> some people, but it was cool, man. It, you know, it was fine. Nobody was like messing with me or nothing. But, right. Uh, but yeah, I met Jamal at his uh, pop's house, and uh, yeah, yeah. Listen, up the next day in Anime NYC. It was Anime NYC. Listen, yeah. we've been here the entire weekend. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be real with you. <laughs> my body is broken. Yeah. My soul has been not so. Actually, my soul hasn't been tested. It's probably been actually like a little bit even replenished. Yeah. Because yeah. seeing everyone kind of just so geeked out about this thing that All we've been talking stuff. about for so long, like we've kept it in clues and so close to the chest for a little for so long yeah and we do get these interviews with these people and we and be able to talk about these things mm-hmm. but it's rare to kind of like go out there and kind of see the experience and see yeah. the effect that it has on people yes. so being able to go to anime mm-hmm. nyc which is a ton of fucking people by the way it it well it, it is a lot of people here but it, i piggyback off that man the experience itself i i guess it was eye-opening for me because from from a twitter aspect or from what we do on on you know the internet. Um, I, I have felt like we were part of the community, but being here really yeah, yeah. made me feel like we were we we're in it, you yeah, know, and yeah. it, it, the, the appreciation of it, the, everyone's been so cool. I haven't had one yeah. weird moment. I haven't had anybody like, you know, it's just been a really beautiful experience. Huh? This has been like the only thing. So I thought we would come to this thing 
And nigga, you ain't gonna tell me to wear a mask, and niggas gonna fly it off. Everyone is wearing masks. Everyone's masked. Everyone up. is masked up. I mean, there are a few people, but there's so many people here, and I would say about ninety five percent of them are just masked up. Yeah. Even with their cosplay, even where all this other stuff like that, and it is freezing here, by the way. Yeah, it's like pretty cold. it's by the water. <laughs> it is freezing. It is everything of the rather, man. And just to see kind of like everyone into this, like if you haven't gone to an anime con. I don't know if I'd recommend the full three days to you. I would recommend maybe if you don't got time, you know, pick one of the days that you probably think is going to be like if we had to pick one of these days, we would probably have picked that Saturday. Oh, Saturday was was amazing. Uh, I mean, it, it was well, we were, you know, all day affair for the most part. Um, I think that's probably the most crowded. I mean, even today, yeah, I, yeah. I went out there, kind of took a look how, how you know, it's looking today and people were out there. But it, yesterday was definitely was definitely yeah yeah, yeah. yesterday had so many people and also so there was multiple panels and the first one that we went to was one hosted by victoria shout out to the Mm -hmm. sailor moon fan club podcast Um, amazing person i've reconnected with her i haven't seen her in a while time we Mm -hmm. we both went to the same school so we've known each other since then we've known each other for like a decade or so yeah um but i haven't seen her since pretty much city or so so it was great like reconnecting with her in person because Mm -hmm. she's done so much um, for us, yeah, just in no, general, yeah, absolutely. and you know, she's hosting this panel filled with just black creatives in the anime space, and seeing like you know, Zeno, um, and Iris, uh, AJ, um, AJ Beckles, mm-hmm. um, uh, Jordan Bentley from yes. Hypeland, and yeah. then oh my god, I'm forgetting this, um, my uh, my guy's last name, but from Nor Caesar, yeah, um. And seeing them talk about their experiences and the room kind of like filling up and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. just so many people, the people of color as people well. People of color, man. Black, um, brown. I mean, it was a, a real experience. Yeah, obviously. yeah. Joining the experience, the shit was beautiful. And then um, after that fact, we went to go see, <laughs> I feel like we went to go see Chris Sabin and Sean Chamel live. I, feel, I Honestly, <laughs> yeah, no, I felt like, like, a, like a late night talk show. Like we were just there in the audience type shit. And honestly... That was one of the highlights of my weekend. I thought they were so like they were fluid. fluid. <laughs> yeah, like, bro. I'm like, all right. So there's no like. Obviously, since we started this, one of our goals is to get either one or the other on the podcast. Sure. I don't know where we're at currently with mm-hmm. that. Um, maybe if it I try harder, close. it feels close. Maybe close. if I try harder, but yeah. those. So here's a story that I heard from Victoria. So we, I mean, and were you there when she told the story to me? What's up? Um, remember when we met Victoria before we went to the thing, and um, there's this girl with oh, the bunny yes, ears, yes, yes, Frankie, right, fantastic Frankie, yeah, Frankie. She was great, yeah. yeah, yeah. Follow her on Twitter and stuff like that, or follow her on Instagram, rather. Um, so the story that I heard, which I'm not even sure if I'm supposed to be telling this, but I'm gonna tell y'all the story that I heard. So we had just met her, and I was like, oh, shit, she's like cool and stuff like that. Yeah, I, I just didn't thought know. she was someone Victoria knew, yeah, and we met her. And, and she, yeah, just met dope. her and just shake her hand and all this shit like that. And I was like, oh, shit, she's dope as fuck. And she was like, yo, I'm going to follow you guys. I'm listening to you, blah, blah, blah. Um, so she does, and I actually looked on her Twitter. I was like, damn, you got a lot of followers. <laughs> um, but when she left, um, after taking a picture of all of us, uh, Victoria's like, yeah, she's hosting that Chris Savage, Sean Schimmel, Sean Schimmel, Schimmel, Schimmel. Schimmel. Um, she's hosting their thing. And I was like, what? <laughs> um, and she was like, yeah. Um, one of them recognized her from DreamCon because she ho- also hosted their thing at DreamCon. DreamCon mm-hmm. is the convention that RDC World One hosts. But by the way, um, 
you were in there Friday. I was not, but I heard it was it was packed ass crazy. butt to gut in there for right. RDC World. The kids love them niggas. Yeah, and you can yeah. if you go to our YouTube page, you can actually see the video because they um they showed pretty much they preview their anime that's coming to yeah, HBO. Yeah, I saw that. Um, so they have a live action show and they have an anime that's come both coming to HBO. Um, this anime Dark Lights is also. I'm not sure if this one or it's the other one, but they got Issa Rae and Michael B. Jordan. I saw Jordan that. Producing. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I was like, all right. Incredible. Well, say less. <laughs> yeah. Like, um, Different level. So th- that was insane. But going back to the story, so she recognized them from Dream... She, I mean, they recognized her from DreamCon mm-hmm. and said like, yo, um, what are you doing here? And she, was, and she was like, yo, hey, guys, what are you doing here? And he was like, yo, well, well, we got a panel. And... Um, they were like, yeah, we're not even sure if we have a host for this thing, which is, I'm like, well, that's nuts. You guys? Chris Evans. I mean, <laughs> right. they might do live. I mean, they, they at this point, they've known each other for over 20 years. Yeah, it was so, a lot of chemistry. Yeah, yeah. So the story that I heard was necessarily like, he pretty much was like, yo, you should host this. Yeah. And then suddenly she was hosting the entire like, thing, which like is great. 15 minutes later. Yeah. Type, yeah. And that's great. I think it's great for us continued like black creatives in the space Absolutely. to just have that platform because she was a natural yeah like, oh yeah she was great up there and she was like weaving that conversation i mean they were had natural chemistry themselves yeah, yeah, yeah. which was the best part about it. like they're making jokes like if you know yamcha <laughs> he got his ass <laughs> oh, cut this goodness, entire man. thing it was so it was so funny man so it funny. was so but good i take it all the way down from them just remembering her and being like, wait a minute, yeah, yeah, yeah. you do this for us yeah, because you we, we know, how, yeah, <laughs> which is incredible. Yeah. Just like you know, just a person of color, like it's, it's incredible. It's bro. amazing. Like, so like, I don't know. We sometimes I'm like in my mind, like, yo, they don't even remember who I fuck I'm gonna be. But you know, I mean, it, it. But if you do well and mm-hmm. you lay that groundwork, they gonna remember who you are. But True. um, that show was amazing. Um, I think we chilled out after that. We bought some stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, how how the uh, the new Japan stuff go? I was there for five minutes. It was a little bit much. Yeah. Um, <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> I, I ended up staying for like ten minutes. Like there was a there was a there was a there was a person in front of me with a cape on, mm-hmm. just making just the it was just being very a very obnoxious wrestling fan at this press okay, event, and okay. I was just like, no, nah, I'm not. I got to go to Survivor Series. And he was kind of promo? He was like, he kept standing up and chanting like, this is awesome. Like, he, literally, um, so Jay White is in this New Japan World thing because they're promoting their new online mobile game. Mm-hmm. And he goes, he leaves the stage and everyone, and he's like, oh, what's going on? So he's really just grabbing a bottle of water. Uh-huh. So he comes and he opens the water and he starts drinking it. And then he starts chanting like, this is awesome. And I was like, no, like, <laughs> yeah, I'm not... It- the moment it wasn't yeah, yeah it didn't lend itself right to that but <laughs> yeah. i understand your level of thing but he was enamored so i can't mm-hmm. even like front of a fanning out this is a fan convention sure, sure. but at the same time it's like yo i'm no nah, i can't like no i like, get it man right. Right. so i just yeah. like yo <laughs> i saw jay white i'm good i'm a dip mm-hmm. um hopefully i see him in the green room or something like that yeah yeah, yeah. and then i end up dipping actually i actually bought um pokemon shining pearl after it and just did you home. really yeah i haven't played it yet okay um so we got to whatever Mount Silver on that is going to be. Yeah, but for sure. um, yeah, and then we just had, you know, these two exciting interviews. Mm-hmm. Well, we're reuniting with Zeno. Yeah, reuniting with Zeno. He recognizes 
the day prior. Yeah, yeah. Um, which was really, really awesome. Um, but yeah, no, the interview with Zeno was was incredible. Yeah, yeah. Super, super, just a great guy. A lot of, a lot of charisma. Um, you know, super fresh with, with you know how he speaks about the things that he cares about, and um, yeah, yeah. I mean, um, that's hilarious. Uh, Victoria just told me they got strict with the green room. Let me tell you something about the green room this weekend. Really? We how, how, how why'd they get strict on it? Because they saw niggas in there. <laughs> Look, we was in the green room getting brownies, <laughs> chips, water, <laughs> just put the pass tag up and yeah. walk through. Really, not even we that. walked just... through. So yesterday, I remember yesterday actually. So we had gone in the green room. Shout out to Victoria for showing us the green room. <laughs> um and We'd gone there because I was like, yo, I'm parched, you know, da, da, da. so we went there, got water. We chopped it up for like an hour and stuff like that, just yeah. chilling in the green room. So the next day, I'm like, yo, we're going back to the green room. Baby. Yeah, let's just chill out for a minute. We needed, we needed like 15, 20 minutes or it's, something. We had it's, that, um, it's that Denzel meme right now that's going on on Twitter. It was like, I'm leaving with something. <laughs> yeah, I'm around the way. No, seriously, like I'm around the way. I'm leaving with something. I finished those chips last night. Yeah, yeah. Sleep, I'm bro. leaving with something. You know what I'm saying? Um, so we went in the green room, of course, we all eating all this stuff and stuff like that. We're not bothering nobody. No, no. I'm like, not going to bother not, somebody while they're eating their hands. Yes, sandwich. I did see Christopher Savage. Yes, I did saw Sean Chamel. Yes, I saw our artists. We saw them, people, but I'm not bothering them. No way. Um, no way. But we in there. I mean, no, we if we you, deserve to be in there. But okay? if you let me in, I'm going to be in there. Yeah. Like, if you tell me I can't go, I'm not going to give you no resistance. I'm not going to be like, yo, but like, yeah. I'm not going to do all that. I'm just going to be like, yo, all right, that's cool. Um... But <laughs> they got strict on the last day. I guess so because they saw. So maybe, maybe no green room today. I yeah. haven't I haven't tried. Although this morning I told you when I got here, I walked in fairly early um, and I looked like I belonged there. So I was like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. There was interviews going on and stuff like real interviews, like you know, wow. big cameras. And I'm like, wow, maybe that shouldn't be it. Okay, well, yeah. listen, tell whatever. Yeah, you bring in the cameras too. You feel me? Yeah, um, but yeah, I mean, so. <laughs> We did that this weekend. Listen, if you can give me an opportunity to step into space, I'm going to step in it. If there's any opportunity to just go there, I'm going to. If there's free food, for instance, I'm just going to. <laughs> um, so that's that's all I'm going to say with that. That's what press should. I mean, I'm press, baby. We Come are press. Yeah. Let me, don't press me. Yeah. Press ratio. <laughs> I'm depressed. Don't that's press right. me. Um, but, yeah, like we said, we had this great kind of interview with Zeno with a lot of other media outlets. Shout out to Black Ramen. Shout yeah, out to the Dub Talk. They're um, amazing. Shout out to uh gosh, there was another one. Um there were a lot of great podcasts. We talked to Zeno. Mm-hmm. Um we talked to Aniris yeah, a little bit Anira, later. She was she was amazing. She was um, amazing. Those will be up on YouTube at some point. Mm-hmm. Um but right now I'm just going to grab the audio. I'm going to try to clean it up as much as I can. <laughs> yeah, we had a little experience during the second interview. Yeah, yeah. I gotta edit some stuff out because they said some stuff that's off the, you know, off, off the record. record you know, <laughs> just for us. I was like, good, you know. <laughs> that dub that dub was trash. Are we are we one saying? day gonna tell people what happened um right before we started the interview with McFarlane? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have to say it out loud. No, we it, don't was have to say it, it was just funny. It was a really it was funny, funny yeah. as fuck. <laughs> Um, one day, one day, <laughs> one day, man. Um, yeah, man. Listen, that's all we're gonna. I'm gonna all these interviews. I mean, they're about forty minutes long each. I'm going to cut it down for mm-hmm. clarity, so it's not going to be forty minutes each. Um, 
But we had a great time at Anime oh, NYC. Honestly, yeah. And you're was, here in NYC, which is even amazing in itself. I, yeah, I'm here in New York City, which is crazy. I used to live here for just a tad bit a uh, long, long time ago. But yeah, it's been a long time. So I'm, yeah, it's been a great weekend, bro, honestly. Uh, I don't, I mean, I don't want to be like dramatic and say like life changing, but sometimes you do have to like, this is my first. Mm -hmm. That's my first convention, anime-wise, just being around other people that basically fuck with the same shit that that we do. And I was talking to Jamal. We were on our way back on the subway, just like, you know, it was like, it was just 12, 13 years ago, 14, 15 years ago, you know, I didn't want to tell girls I was watching shit like this or mm -hmm. like really into it or didn't want to come to school in a Pokemon t-shirt, stuff like whatever. Mm -hmm. And it's just a, an amazing experience to just be here around people that really fuck with the same things that you do and appreciate you for what you are and seeing so many black people and so many brown people uh is, is amazing everyone's been very cool like i said and uh i, I honestly i can't wait for more absolutely uh, yeah I, I cannot wait for more bro so without further ado we're gonna get to the interviews um and then yeah the, we're pretty much gonna get to the interviews and we should be back next week hopefully i mean yeah. we will i'll try I'm to watch i'm gonna watch our taxi this week Oh, okay. So if okay. you want to, you know, yeah, yeah, we yeah. can I'm, if yeah. you want to. Yeah, yeah. I'll um, be in. I'll be in. I was thinking, though, um, since everyone's going to be talking about it, Bebop. Uh, we can do that, too. We can I've seen about half this weekend, just okay. kind of like in downtime. How so. many episodes? There's 10. Oh, okay. All I, right. I believe it says 10. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I'm going to watch it. I'm going to watch it during yeah. it's a It's a Thanksgiving week. Um, yes. Another day off. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> First of all, follow the lookout at the lookout RNC mm -hmm. on Twitter. Follow us on uh, lookout on RNC radio and any platform that you listen to podcasts. Yes. Um, and have a great Thanksgiving. To be honest with you, be thankful. We're thankful for this opportunity yes. here. Truly, um, truly, really get to experience this in person. We can dap on things so people know it's, it's actually person. us. It's my brother, it's man. Right I can't here. believe we're here. Honestly, man, we're it's here. Beautiful. beautiful. And yeah, don't meet us there. Beat us there. This is the lookout. Yeah. Stay tuned for the interviews. I was very scared to say that. I just want everybody to know that was not an easy feat. I, I was like, is this something that I should say in front of everybody? I literally I literally thought Crunchyroll was going to cut that. Because they told me my, my speech should be only like 60 seconds. And I was like, 60 seconds? How am I supposed to fit everything I want to say to all of y'all in 60 seconds? So I just sent them like these two one minute or whatever videos. I was like, I'll let them decide if they if that's what they want or if they want me to do it over. And I was like, ain't no way they're going to keep the part where I thank God. Ain't no way they're going to keep the part where I <laughs> where, I, where I talked about black people, ain't no way. I was like, they're gonna tell me to do this over, or they're gonna like cut around it. But no, they put they put the whole video, and not only did they put the whole video on, they sent me an email thanking me for what a, for a marvelous video. Yeah, like they were like, wow, your speech was like actually incredible, and you said everything that needed to be said, and like we really really appreciate it. So, and they put the whole thing on, so it was awesome. cool. Yeah, but I I didn't mean to interrupt you. No, it's saying, fine. I was uh, super excited. My neighbors thought something was wrong because I was screaming. We did <laughs> tape it after we did the live, and oh, we, rock, cool. we were streaming it, and yeah. we was like, oh my god, he said you heard it. <laughs> <laughs> it was, it was yeah. only we exploded. That was amazing. It was only right. It was only right. It was something that I felt like I had to do for everybody in front of everybody on a on a grand stage like that because I just feel like I wouldn't, you know. That, especially the Crunchyroll Awards, that was like a lot of people voted, like fans like voted. And I think like Multiple I wouldn't times. be where I am without the support of y'all. And I just don't think anime would be where it is without the 
support. I said it in my in the panel the other yesterday where I was like, you know, I think I think uh, anime culture and how popular it is is really pushed a lot by Black people. If you look around, I mean, RDC is here. Have you seen RDC's yeah, line? Yeah, Have you yeah, seen Dream Con? Like, I yes, just think right. uh, you know, King Vader has a million followers. You know, mm -hmm. that's not for no reason. Um, and yeah, so I do think like uh, it's it's worth mentioning, and I, and and even when Black Lives Matter came around, um, um, and you know the outlets like Crunchyroll and Funimation were even saying like we wouldn't be anywhere without our, our black um, community and fans, and I I was like thank you for saying it because I feel like it, you know it, it it rings true. So I definitely had to make sure that uh, everyone felt seen, and I was like my kind of goal and i just i didn't want to make it about me winning an award i wanted to make it about like us winning uh a step toward like being seen on a, on, on on that kind of scale um as far as anime is concerned so but yeah. with that being said what do you think we need more of to get more proper representation i think what we really need more of um is just like um more people just doing like just doing it just do whatever creative endeavor you have in, in in the field that includes anime like go for it but i also think like really really supporting it i know there's like a lot of talented artists out there who are who are like you know once you check if everything's legit and everything um who like need our support and um you know like like our panel the other day right if we could fill that room you know what I'm saying? I feel like we that that would be better for us. Mm -hmm. You know, um, if we could get more people in more rooms or more of us supporting more of the stuff that we do. You know, I wouldn't be any. I wouldn't be where I am without the support of people like y'all. Mm -hmm. You know, and I I think like any anybody else won't. You know, like wouldn't get anywhere without the support of their peers or someone who looks like them who might maybe in a better position or a better uh, privilege uh, opportunity of uh, privilege of opportunity to like give them an opportunity to do something more um, and creating our own our own things I think I feel like if no one's gonna do it we should just do it but we also have to like support that stuff as long as it's like not as long as it's legit <laughs> you know as long as it's, we, everything checks out oh man all right so a couple months ago um, we talked to Mike McFarlane about oh yeah yeah the I casting, love yeah for yeah. casting for attack on time because yeah. it's just been amazing the way they've casted that series from top oh i thought you were gonna say like i'm so disappointed it's not john boyega <laughs> nah. like, dang, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no but um just amazing casting for attack on time you've been you know mm -hmm. been part of that series and i could see probably in the next like nine months really mm -hmm. going down as one of the greatest of all time how do you feel about mm -hmm. getting that role of Arnold Capone in the, in the in the series especially as we head into his fourth season yeah as high stakes yeah biggest moments breaking Twitter every the day final the final yeah. season uh well like Mike's a great director and I think uh, a lot of uh, mostly everybody in the industry everybody in the industry really like respects his artistry and respects mm -hmm. his artistic opinions and decisions and um you know uh like you know he, he, he cast for one piece and yeah, like yeah. you know uh, attack on titan and uh, he's a great actor he's a great like director mm -hmm. um and uh Anya capone was a surprise to me um because i thought that was gonna go to gabe kunda <laughs> I, I was like no yeah i was like I was like, no way, like, no way is it going to be me. Like, this is a, a role meant for Gabe. And yeah. then uh, I got the call from my agent, like, oh, like, 
you're going to be an Attack on Titan. And I was like, oh, cool. Like, I'm going to be some guy that dies in, like, <laughs> episode whatever. And, like, that, that was cool with me, too. Like, I was, I was fine with that. Uh, cause, and and uh, Mike had asked for my materials, I think, at some point when he was casting. And um, I was, like, looking up people I could play. And I had already been like, oh, I'm Yon Capone. Like, I want that to be Gabe. So, yeah. like, let me look like maybe Falco or, like, you know. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, he was like, oh, you're going to be on Yon Capone? I was like, oh, word? Like, me? Yeah. Why? <laughs> that was my first question. I was like, why? You know, because I know, like, the internet wanted it to be John Boyega. And I was like, hey, John Boyega, if you want to do it, like, I'd like to see that. Um, but then, you know, I know he has a very important scene and mm -hmm. I, I, you know, as y'all know, like, I take my work very seriously. So mm -hmm. I was like, oh, okay, well, if it's going to be me, then I, I definitely want to do as good of a job as Gabe. So I put up my best Gabe impression and like, yeah. um, but I really, and like, I was kind of like, I was like, ah, like if it's not John Boyega, I'll try to be the next best thing. You know, <laughs> like I voice matched John Boyega once, like I'll try to like make it kind of something similar to that and similar to like Gabe's timber. And, right, right, Um, I don't, I don't, I'm actually not caught up on Attack on Titan, the manga. So, uh, but like, I'm, I'm hoping. No, no, no. I'm <laughs> no, he, he, he's, 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 yeah. He said uh, good that I'm not, I guess good that I'm not caught up. Yeah, or, yeah, yeah. Only yeah. because like. I won't know what's yeah, happening. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it might, it might, you know. But I'm hoping Al Capone gets to do more. I, I know he like re remains like kind of a at least as a major supporting figure throughout the throughout the end of the show, and so like I'm hoping I just get to do like more. Like yeah. right now, he's just kind of been supporting Yelena yeah. or or not supporting Yelena, right. and so like um, I'm just hoping like I get to do do more with it. But I really, really, I just wanted to get that monologue right. The yeah. the, the 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 why are you so? Yeah. 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 I knew that was smooth. Yeah, I knew that was important. So like, I really, really worked with Mike on that a lot, and yeah. was like, I was like, oh, can I do that more? Oh, I want to say it more like this. Like, trust me. Like, right. we need to hit this this right. Like, right. trust me. You know, yeah, like, we, yeah, yeah we we you know we saw this moment on Twitter first, and how they reacted, and we need to we need to honor it in the same way in the English, especially in the English. So, yeah, like yeah, he said, he was very deliberate with the casting. Yeah, he made sure. Because with a lot of animes, you end up hearing the same voices over. Yeah. Like they'll be using yeah. this and they'll be using that, but he didn't yeah. want to do that for Attack on Titan. Mm -hmm. And he said he was very deliberate in picking you and wow. you know, everyone else who was part of this thing. Yeah. Yeah, uh, he's great. Highly. He's so nice. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Nice yeah. Guy. Yeah. No, he's amazing. And it's like just an honor just to be like. Uh, vocal data on that yeah. show yeah. just like even if he like never does anything again just mm -hmm. to, like i was in three episodes of attack on titan which may be one of the best anime in the decade yeah. so like i'm i'm just really proud of that honestly uh, yeah it's a blessing <laughs> in itself but yeah man uh, i do i do have something i gotta ask you man yeah uh, i teach about it on twitter a few months ago I, I i don't know the process but i really hope you get a chance at a code suit uh, oh, Yuta? I, I really in the in the in the JJK movie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm a big fan of, of, of Jujutsu Kaisen. It's like my favorite manga. It's like right up my alley, like yeah. urban fantasy, like yeah, yeah, yeah. cool, like pseudo magic, but not really like um and like uh I, I auditioned for a lot of the characters in that show. I auditioned for like a lot of people on Twitter were like, Oh, you should be Gojo. And like I auditioned for Gojo. I shouldn't be Gojo. Like I, none of you heard that audition. I literally didn't send 
ended. I listened to it. And I was like, this isn't going to work. I don't know why. I, like, everybody thinks like I have a deeper, cooler voice than I do because I'm Hawks. Or, and Yuichi Nakamura is Gojo and Hawks. But I'm not Yuichi. So. Um, but, uh, yeah, I really, really, I'd love to audition. And, and, and you know, you know me, if, if it's me, you know, it'll, it'll be my, my best work. It'll, it'll definitely be my best work to date if, if, if it happens to be. Yeah, I saw you posting a bunch of pictures uh, yeah. like six months ago. I was yeah. Like, yeah, 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 he wants that. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, my eyes are on it. So we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. It might be Uri Longball or something. Who knows? <laughs> right. I had made a joke with uh, AJ because uh, AJ is also a fan of the show. I was like, what if like Uri Longball just came out of retirement and just like to play you to like how, how much would that suck for us? <laughs> Have you ever had an audition where you like walked out and you just knew that role was yours? I don't, so I so don't many. know, like, I'm like, have I ever done that? <laughs> like, have, have I ever walked out of audition and said anything other than, well, didn't get that. <laughs> and be surprised when I booked it. Um, even mine to us, like, I was like, I was like, well, probably gonna end up as no way, but you know, and then I was like, what, really? Me? My, why? <laughs> um, and then I guess we figured out why. Um, Crushed it? Like, have I ever walked an audition at, and been like, I'm gonna book that? Um, dang it, I can't say that. Yeah, I mean, like, <laughs> um, I don't know when it's coming out, so I, I probably can't. I can't say that. One. <laughs> I, I, I will say, like, I had a feeling. I would end up as Ogun. Um, like, I, like, Kai was asking for um, demos. I don't know if this is even good advice to give, but he was like, oh, let me, like, uh, I want to I hear demos. And then um, he, I knew, I knew why he was reaching out to me for demos for Fire Force. And I was like, okay, this current demo I have isn't going to be reflective of the character I'm trying to play, uh, which is Ogun. So I was like, all right, like, let me, like, do some, like, some, some, like, oh, I was like, I'm gonna take, so I took, like, my clip of Ezekiel from Carol and Tuesday, and then I spliced it with, like, another thing, and I was like, if anything, Ogre's gonna sound close to Ezekiel, so, like, I'm gonna just put this together, and this is gonna be my specific to this call demo, um, so that's catered specifically to, I think, what Kyle was looking for, since he couldn't hold auditions, so this, that was, like, my audition, as opposed to giving him a demo, um, I did give him a demo, but I gave him more of a demo of like, if you were holding an audition, this is what I would give you. Um, and yeah, and then he, but like, I didn't hear from him that for a while, so I didn't think I got it. But then he was like, he like, hit me up on Discord, I was like, hey dude, like, you're Ogun. And I was like, <laughs> oh wow, like super cool. But like, I like, I don't know, There's when I when I put the Ezekiel clip first, I was like, that's I feel like that's that's gonna be what he wants. Um, so like, uh, yeah. But like, I don't think I've ever had a moment where I like walked out and was like, I totally, I totally. Booked. Every time I do that, every time I have that moment, I don't book it. Every time I have a moment where I'm like, yo, I freaking killed that audition. I don't, I can't even think of who could do a better audition than me. <laughs> I don't book it. It's some other guy. I think that was my UG audition. I was like, ain't no way, ain't no way any actor in LA. They're gonna have to be very good to beat that. And literally, someone always does. It's reverse psychology. <laughs> yes, exactly. And every time I'm like, I don't, every time I'm like, I don't care about this stuff. 
I don't even want to do this, this, this project. <laughs> Whatever. No, 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 Send. So we would like to schedule you for the character. <laughs> like, why? I don't even want that guy. Yeah, it's always, it's always how that works. <laughs> yeah, uh, I want to know, what can you tell us about your experience on Odd Taxi and then how it's felt? Odd Taxi, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I the dub premiered this weekend, and I didn't. I couldn't. I couldn't see it. We're going to that five hours. Oh, it's today. Yeah. Oh, and five hours. I'm gonna freaking miss it. That sucks. Um, my actually, I just worked on Tassie like maybe a week ago or two weeks ago. So, I hope it sounds good. Uh, um. I haven't worked with the director before. Uh, the director is Bill Millsap, I think is his name. Um, and I hadn't worked with him before, but I really like his directing style. He likes to get a lot of takes, which as you all know, I already, I like doing so. Um, and he has a very specific idea of like the pacing and the comedy that he wants. And it was actually very hard for me to lock in at first. I thought I was gonna get replaced. Um, like we did our first couple lines, like maybe like five to ten times that's how, and usually ten takes is like unheard of like once i if i don't get it by the third take i'm like something's wrong um and but he was really patient with me he was like oh i think it should be more like this and then later on we caught the energy that he wanted so we went back and did some stuff over um but it was hard for me to lock into this like specific kind of sound comedic sound that he wanted to hear and i don't know if that's just like my like ignorance to like theater like yeah. history or my ignorance to like knowing enough about like acting culture to know what he was asking for but um but it, it, it was the, the first like hour or so of our session was was trying to find the character and the humor and the pacing which is kind of different than i think any other dub i've worked on before since then and it, then it became a challenge which i really enjoyed um so yeah our taxi was was really fun it was really fun getting to like play in like that like kind of hot like I felt like he was asking for something natural, so I was giving him natural, but I was giving him too much natural, so I had to up the energy a bit, which was also a, 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 a thing I had with Hawks when I first started Hawks. So yeah, all taxis was fun though. It's fun. It's been fun. Yeah. People were talking. Man. Yeah, I got to do the I got to do the bad song, so hopefully that uh, you guys can see that, see that uh, today. Um, so I'm pretty. I would say I'm pretty good at kind of reading body language and mm -hmm. stuff like that. Um, so during I guess the panel yesterday, which I was at. Mm -hmm. You come off like very like, I know you say you're not confident, mm. but you come up very confident. I want to know, is it because of your like passion for the things that you're speaking about? Yeah. Or if it's just like, um, do you feel like kind of like even in this space, it's currently mm. like, you know, anime, mm. um, this like these black creatives that are all coming up at the same time. Do you yeah. feel like kind of like a little bit like bestowed in now? Is mm. it like confidence? Is it like passion? Do you feel mm. like, you know... Where does that kind of come from? Because, yeah. I think it comes from, like, just trying to be truthful and honest. Mm -hmm. Like, I feel like no matter what I do or say, like, I, uh, uh, I have to be as honest as possible. And I think, like, that's kind of where that comes from. Like, my honesty is how I cover for yeah. when I'm, like, not sure. Right. I don't know if anybody here went to, like, the My Hero concert we did, like, uh, here uh, Friday night. But we did a live a live My Hero Orchestra concert. It, it was amazing. And, like, they did, like, a bunch of songs from the show. And, like, it was, a, it was a live band. It was super cool. But they wanted me to go up and speak. And I, like, 
had no idea what they wanted me to say. And they were like, well, we'll leave the topic to you. And I thought they were just wanting me to be like, oh, hey, like I'm Zeno, I'm Hawks. Like, thank you guys so much. I hope you guys enjoyed the concert. I love you all, bye. But they're like, no, we need you up there for three to four minutes. And I was like, three to four minutes? I don't know what I want to talk about. And so like, I literally just got up there and I won it. And I like, I got off stage and I was like, Great, you did great. I was like, no, I didn't. I didn't think that. I, I, I forgot to say the band was amazing. I forgot to like say that this changed my life. Like I forgot all this stuff. Can we do it again? I hate myself. Like you, you idiot. Like Robbie Damon went up there and he was amazing. Like why can't you be more like Robbie Damon? You know, it's, uh, it's like uh, so I like I like say things and I like I'll get off and even though like I'll have this air like I know what I'm doing. No, I really don't. Like I really I really got up there and, like made it up. But then Shota, one of the musicians, he we 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 ran into each other in the lobby of the hotel. He was like, oh, you're so good you were so funny i was like me what i was i was in the front row beating myself up <laughs> for not saying that you did amazing you know like so it's just it's just interesting yeah like uh i think that all that confidence uh or that pseudo confidence comes from just be me being honest like trying to be like i don't want to like pretend or like kind of be fake and be something that i'm not i really and then because i do love this stuff it, it's it helps in like being honest my passion about this stuff mm -hmm helps in that honesty but i think this is just me trying to be like connecting with you everyone like, with all of you guys like on a human to human level like you know um but yeah that's that's the, probably where that comes from all right hello owners i'm i'm may representing lost summer days and um since there's a lot of people here i guess i'll just go to one of my um biggest questions that i have so um as someone who has been a fan since Hearing you bring one of my favorite characters in Pokemon Sword and Shield to life, I wanted to say that I've had a greater admiration of you, like just following you on Twitter and social media because of the way you interact with your fans well, and you. the way that you're humble and you're confident and everything. But another big reason why I'm, I have a lot of admiration for you is because um, it's nice to see someone representing me, not just as like, you know, a fellow black person, but someone who is also um, LGBT because I recently came up as non-binary. Oh, so congratulations. Thank you. So I want to say if there was any advice you could give to anyone who was probably struggling in their own skin, trying to make it as a creative or someone in the industry or someone who just like has dreams but feel like because they are the way that they are, they feel like they can't make it. Man, I, my, my policy has always been, like, be so good they can't ignore you. And I struggled with my identity as a black person. Uh, I don't think I struggled so much with, like, my bisexual identity. Uh, it's not something I would ever share with my parents, because I'm just like, I don't need, I, 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 they don't need to know my life there. But, um, yeah, no, I... I struggled with, you know, accepting myself. I struggled with even knowing who I was. Um, and I've come to learn in the past few years that, like, who I am is okay. What I present is enough. I don't need to be anyone else. I don't need to pretend to be anything else. Like, I don't need to straighten my hair. I don't need to consider, like, you know, uh, bleaching my skin. Like, why would I even pass my mind? Because it's like, this is me, you know? And who you are, you can't, like, get out of your body. You can't get out of you know, your soul, like, you, you are you, you are enough, and you have to lean into that beauty, so. And, oh, sorry, because I was gonna ask one more question, because they asked, I was gonna ask you as well, but the second question for now is, um, 
the relating to the previous question, um, how do you feel about the community that you've built up, like in social media, people like um, noticing you in cons and all the cosplayers that dress up as either Mirko or Nessa or whoever? Like, how do you feel about the community that you've built up over the years? It's still so surreal because, like, a lot of my work has been done in my bedroom. So it's like, I feel like I don't get to really see or I guess feel my impact until I go to these things or until, you know, I get to talk to fans online or whatever. Um, but especially after this weekend, if there's one thing I can take away from my community is that everyone is so sweet. Everyone is, you know, learning to embrace themselves. I, I always see everyone uh, be themselves, like wear their natural beauty. And, and if they ever like struggle a little bit, I always like, you know, like to remind them like, no, screw, screw whatever anyone else says, be you. And like, they accept that. And I feel like I've cultivated a community where like, you know, it's diverse and it's loving and, you know, it's full of individuality and I'm honored <laughs> to be able to do that. I mean, I'm not really trying or anything, but it, it's cool, you know, it's really cool. To kind of a spin off this question, and that was great, you know, congratulations to you, my friend. Um, to kind of spin off this question in terms of just, you know, topics about like LGBTQ and all this other things like that, um, you started an anime called One Direct Priority this year. And I think that dub went like, not that it went un like underrated, but it's a very, very good dub. And I think you guys expressed yourselves very, very well, and it was great seeing like an all front female cast doing its thing. Um, what drew you to doing One Direct Priority? I mean, it's a show that can be, I think, um, eye-opening, but also kind of triggering in a yeah. sense as well. it's heavy. Yeah, yeah, it's so what heavy. drew you to kind of do that show? So, I, I remember seeing like screenshots of the show like around before I got a dub, and I ended up checking out the first episode um, before auditions were out or anything. And I didn't know what to expect, but what I got was amazing. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I, you know, the main character, I relate with her so much, you know, and I am always about media that is honest, media that, you know, may cover like some heavy topics, but it's for the purpose of like normalizing it. Mm -hmm. um, and, I like after the first episode I was like I want to audition for this yeah. so I like message <laughs> the talent coordinator at Funimation I'm like hey if auditions go out for this could I please get it and I don't usually like ask for things <laughs> like that but I was like I really want this one yeah. uh, and I got the audition and I auditioned specifically for I and Rika because their stories like really resonated with me they're the ones who um, most felt like they had a part of me that I could like cling on to mm -hmm. And I booked Rika, and Rika, you know, she was hard to um, understand because she's somebody who like she likes to hide her emotions, and I'm somebody who just kind of wears it on my sleeve. Like I will, I will be honest about how I'm feeling. Uh -huh. um, but you know, uh, I understand where she's coming from with like uh, dealing with her mom, you know, not quite being in her life the way that she wants her to. Um, I understand what it's like dealing with depression, dealing with wanting to do self-harm. Like, when I was a teenager, I struggled with that. Mm -hmm. And so, to be able to, I guess, channel that side of me and 
be able to explore it on the other side, right? Because back then I was in a dark place. I didn't think I could ever climb out. But where I am now, it's like I'm happy I'm here, you know? Right. And I think if teenage me could see who I am now, she would be bewildered, you know? Mm -hmm. And maybe she might have tried to, you know, actually hang on even more. And um, I'm proud of who I've become. And I only hope that, you know, especially with One Direct Priority, that people can see those stories and know that, you know, they're not alone, you know, they're not alone in any of the difficulties faced with, you know, dealing with depression and self-harm and, you know, being LGBTQ and, you know, I, I love that story. I love the potential it has to impact. And I've talked to some fans, you know, out on the floor and they're so enthralled with the, um, I'm happy to be a part of something that yeah. has that effect. Because I think that's kind of what makes this job worth it. Yeah. Like being able to make a positive difference, you know. So. We are so inspiring to people in our community who look like us, who feel like we do. That's amazing. And I just love the statement. I've heard you say it a few times now to the panel that you want to be so good, no one can ignore you or take that away. That's an amazing statement. So, You know, I'm not gonna front, like, I struggle, I still struggle to this day, you know, I'll have episodes where it's like, oh man, do I actually deserve to be here, even with everything I've achieved, but I think, you know, there's no such thing as, like, reaching a point where you're fully confident in yourself, or where you feel like, you know, you, you have done enough, I feel like there's always more to be done, and I'm the type of person where, you know, not like practice makes perfection practice makes better and I feel like growth is a never-ending thing not only as a voice actor but as a person that's something I really strive for to be a better person a kinder person and when it comes to I guess my range I started when I was 11 um, and back then I, <laughs> I sounded like uh, Sailor Mini Moon and Sailor Moon. That was my voice. And I remember in the hobby projects that I would book, I would always be like the cute little girl, uh, or I would be like uh, kind of like the Sakura type in Cardcaptor Sakura. And I, like, that's cute. That was fun. But I would like look at the badass characters and I'm like, oh, they're so cool. But they can't sound like this. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I remember I used to, um, I, Fullmet Alchemist was like a huge inspiration, I guess, with me wanting to uh, expand my range because there's like so many wonderful performances uh, and so many interesting voices as well you know it's not like one-to-one -to, -one to the Japanese it's like they try to do their own thing with like the voices and it still works even Naruto like Naruto isn't exactly one-to-one -to, -one to the Japanese in terms of like voice quality and everything like you have like my guy who sounds <laughs> so like it's almost cartoony, but it works for him, you know? And I like that kind of creativity. Um, so I, I think for me, I've never been 
shy when it came to voiceover. I wasn't afraid to scream. I wasn't afraid to play around. Um, and so I always did. And I think that led to me just having that expanded range. And because I love characters so much, I love, ex I mean, I'm a psychology major. I just love people. I always try to explore different personalities. And I think that, you know, lends to having a range because it's like, okay, I can access different vocal qualities, but also understand different personalities. Uh, so that's, you know, the long answer. <laughs> um, and what was the second part? Well, that was pretty much both parts. One, how did you physically train to get your range to how you kept your mental fortitude to your time? How was great? I did it. <laughs> No filter, we all POCs. Mm -hmm. Who we need to shut down? <laughs> Who we need to not support? And um, if we wanted to keep it to just us, we we can't. Y'all not live, right? Okay, yeah. I'm not doing all So I I resisted starting. Uh, a career in the industry because when I was growing up, I did not see myself in castles. I remember seeing Mishko and Hachin, which was like the first of its kind, mm -hmm. you know, and I thought it was gorgeous, especially like, you know, being Latino, it's like, oh, look at all this Caribbean beauty, and especially Mishko, like, yeah, she had like straight hair, but then you also saw like, uh, I think her name was Atsuko, mm -hmm. with, with, the, uh, with the curly yeah, hair and everything, yes. I was like, oh, this is beautiful, and I've never, I've never seen that kind of representation in anime before because I'm so used to seeing white, 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 white. Um, mm -hmm. But uh, I saw that and I'm like, oh, I sure wish I gets a dub. And you know, it got a dub years later, and I was so excited. I'm like, who's voicing who? And it was quite <laughs> across the board. And the only black people I did see in the cast were playing like Walla. Like they weren't playing anyone important. They were just like random. People. And I was like, what? Like, that's, like, it bummed me out a lot. And so I, I kind of figured out, even without, I guess, really talking to anyone on the inside, I figured out that, you know, there wasn't a space for us at the time. And so I was, even though I was confident in my abilities, I was afraid of failing purely because of my skin color. Because I, I think it's like, you know, like, you know, fuck, I'm good. So it's like, how like how can you deny talent just because of how I look or because of my name or whatever? Um, so I kind of just kept in my little hobbyist corner just doing like visual novels, video games, all that stuff uh, that wasn't exactly industry level. But I got to audition for industry stuff and I would never book it, which kind of like added to my bias. And I was like, okay, whatever. Um, but I still did it anyways, because I was like, you know, screw it, you miss the opportunities you don't take, so, you know, I'm not going to exactly stop myself, but I wasn't going to move to Texas or LA either, because it's like, well, why waste my time? Um, but then um, I saw Danny Chambers book the lead in, I think it's Ancient Magus Bride. She mm, yes. say, I never seen that before, never, ever, you know, like, at least in, anim in the anime space, I've never seen a black woman take the lead, especially like 
you know, a lead that was not black. Mm -hmm. And uh, she did an amazing job. I remember, like, so many people were excited for her, and, and I was among them. And that's when I started thinking, maybe there is some space. Maybe I can do that, too. Um, but I was still a little hesitant. And then eventually, uh, I think, I guess I couldn't run away anymore because I ended up booking Kimono Friends and Ruby and other things while living in Florida. And like I said earlier, that, that shit doesn't happen. Mm -hmm. That really didn't happen pre-pandemic. They were just like, they, they wanted nothing to do with anyone that wasn't in Texas or LA or New York. But uh, I ended up booking and I thought, okay, maybe I can do this. And you know, when I moved to Texas for the little bit that I did, I, I was on all studios rosters like within the first month. You know, so I made progress really quickly, but then, um, you know, I had some stuff that held me back for a little bit, family emergency, and then the pandemic happened, and then that's when things kind of blew up. Um, but I also think there's still this struggle to make, to keep the space open. I think there's too much of a tokenization. Uh, you know, if people, like very often if there's like a black character, a black male character, oh wow, Zena Robinson, mm -hmm. right? Because he's the popular one. Um, you know, uh, over at Funimation, very often like, oh, black female character, they'll probably give it to somebody white, but if they decide to branch out, they'll probably go to Danny Chambers. And so they, it's like, you know, it's like, hey, we'll open the door for a little bit and then let somebody in and then that's it. And I think that's kind of like part of the frustration where it's like, you know, it doesn't seem like there's enough space, like there can be enough space for white people. Um, especially because like, you know, us black voice actors have worked so hard. There's so many talented people who have not been so hard, so fucking hard. Still and still now. Because like right now, you know, even with the success I faced, I still need to beg for opportunities, you know. Um, and I think it's something that has definitely changed within the past couple of years, you know? Uh, really nothing started rolling until the whole Floyd protest where every company, everyone was getting called out. Um, but because that was like a whole thing, it died down. And so it's just kind of like pushing like, no, you need to keep doing this, like don't stop doing this. Um, and I've always thought that the best way for there to be change is the is to have more black people behind the scenes you know more black people casting more black people engineering more black people you know being in charge of like the decisions behind the scenes because you know white people I don't necessarily think the industry is inherently racist but I do think there's a bias just like there's a bias everywhere else um, and I do think that it's just you know, being consistent and also encouraging uh, the younger generation to continue even when there's struggles. Like, I, I will talk to people who say, oh man, I struggle to find success. There was this one guy I talked to in a class, this black guy, and he says, you know, I feel like I'm always voicing like these deep voice characters, the commercial guy, or like monsters or whatever, and I'm like, fuck that. Like, be whoever you want, you know? Don't let them limit you. You are in charge of your career way more than you think. Um, and, you know, I have my mentor, he 
like I had a conversation with him about this, and he he doesn't want to audition for black roles because he doesn't want to be put in that box. He like he literally will say, nope, I don't want this, and you know he like it slowed down his career, unfortunately. But he's also like getting what he wants because again, you're in charge of your career. Mm -hmm. um, so I say wherever you see active, consistent effort in having more black people or just any minorities like be in the scene, like always support them the most. And whenever you don't see that, like be like, hey, why, you know? You don't gotta like cancel them, but just, <laughs> you know, like question it and like always uplift anyone, any, any, any minority that you see that is trying to get in because, you know, as long as they are recognized, as long as they are supported, like, you can't ignore them for long. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. So, um, with the roles that you have played, um, what amongst them, wait, oh, let me rephrase it first. So, the, among the roles that you've played, do you consider, your, have you considered yourself like a fan of any of them before you were casted to play the roles? Like, you mentioned oh. earlier, of course, like, you know, you bought a Pit Club plush, so <laughs> that's like an example right there. But, um, yeah, like, just, just, just sound off on like the various things that you've played that you were a fan of, that you were excited, that you got, you know, role casted into recently. So you mean like series that I was a fan of? Yeah. Like, right? Yeah, yeah. A lot. <laughs> uh, you know, I, when I got into like this industry, like, yeah, I was like, oh, it's really cool to be an anime, blah, 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 but I never expected, oh yeah, in, in 2025, I want to be in Pokemon playing this character like I was never specific with my goals I tried to keep realistic because when you get too specific that's when you face disappointment and that just messes with the mental health um but let's see Ruby I was a fan of already Pokemon I was a fan of already my hero I was a fan of already um, Attack on Titan, I was a fan of already. Mm. You know, it's so funny. I was literally watching Attack on Titan a few weeks before I got cast as Yelena. And I did, and Yelena, I was like auto cast. Like, I didn't audition for her or anything. I, I was just randomly cast. Uh, and I was <laughs> so, and I was like seeing, oh yeah, uh, Attack on Titan is coming back. So I was like, you know, catching up because I didn't finish season two. Oh, wow. <laughs> so, so I was like, who are your friends? <laughs> I'm so terrible with finishing things. I can love a series, but I will like, I'm like scatterbrained, bro. Like, like. <laughs> but I was catching up with it. Uh, and by the time that I like gotten to the final season was around the time that I was told by my agent, hey, uh, you have a session for the final season. I'm like, okay. And I thought I would be just like a random, like, person number two. Like, I didn't know what the hell. I didn't know of any future characters. And then I see, uh, I see like Yelena's face, and you know she's undercover when you first see her. And I'm like, oh, who's this? Isn't this Armin? Because <laughs> I didn't know. Because like, that was a time skip. I hadn't seen Armin. I'm like, oh, so they made him taller. Okay, he kind of grew up. He still looks. I don't know what's on the bowl cut. <laughs> I'm like, shit, okay. Uh, <laughs> but then, like, uh, Mike, the director, was like, no, 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 no. This is a new character. Her name's Yelena. She's actually a big deal. And I'm like, oh, cool. Uh, <laughs> so, you know, time and time was like a big one. Um, oh, God, I'm trying to think about these. 
uh, I wasn't a fan of Miraculous, but I did know about Ladybug already. Uh, and I think, yeah, the other ones is like, uh, like ReZero, I, wa I wasn't quite a fan. I did watch it though. So like, it's, it's like a lot of, a lot of things is like I've heard of or I experienced or I was fa a fan of, and then, you know, later, years later, whatever, oh hey, you're a part of it. And it's always very surreal, because it's like, oh. I, I know that when I first watched this or when I first experienced this, I would have never dreamed or thought of it. So it it is crazy. J. Michael Tatum, I don't know if you worked with him. I haven't, but I know of him. He's cool. So it's amazing. Um, I, he does a lot with writing in some of these animes. Have you ever thought about writing like an anime, a full-blown anime with a studio and just having your own set of characters and just be behind, not even voice acting, just being behind that aspect, like controlling that. Oh yeah. 100%. And I'm, I, you could pick me for voice acting. <laughs> <laughs> hey, no, I, listen, I, one of my uh, aspirations is to get into directing. Um, I actually have done some casting for like some indie video games before. One that I'm working on is Hero.exe. Uh, which recently got kickstarted, and casting that for that was really fun because we have like a naturally diverse cast. Not because I, I tried to push for it. Uh, it's more of like you know I made sure to listen to everybody and I made sure to evaluate everybody. And I wasn't I'm not the type of person to think oh yeah we need this specific sound. I like listening to unique sounds and I like trying to see how things can work. Uh, there was this character her name was Spite and <laughs> I remember the way that the writer like. Uh, described her character description like the voice they wanted was like something like like Nicki Minaj because she's like you know more of the the hip-hop type and I was like I mean yeah but let's let's play with it like what, what can we do uh and I remember ultimately when we were casting they were interested in casting this white uh actress who had like a lot of energy a lot of good energy and I liked her audition but there was another actress, a black actress, who, you know, leaned into being herself and she had the exact same good energy and everything, just just more, slightly more chill. And mm -hmm. I was like, I like that. I like that it's more subdued. I like that she's being herself. Mm -hmm. And I remember, you know, having to have a back and forth <laughs> with, the, uh, with the devs because they weren't quite convinced. Um, and they didn't like the sound, again, not because they were racist, it's just that inherent bias, they like want to hear a certain thing. Um, and so I'm like, okay, yeah, but like, look at her demo reel. She can, you know, sound like this, uh, have a sound that isn't quite like that, like we can direct her. And, you know, so I'm, I'm saying all that to say, it's like, I, I like casting because I like being able to do the extra work of like selling a talent that can do the job, that I firmly believe can do the job. Um, and I feel like, you know, that's how you get more unique performances. That's how you see more diversity. Uh, because, you know, the cast I ended up having was a very diverse cast. We had a black girl. We had a Puerto Rican girl. Uh, we had a, a trans actor. And, you know, it was all over the place. And it was really, it's a really awesome cast. And so I would love to be able to do that for not just anime, but just in general. Like, I, I want to bring forth more diverse casts again not forced 
but just naturally because I think naturally we are a diverse culture naturally we have a variety of different sounds and I don't think we always have to sound white <laughs> you know like I think we can have characters that maybe have a bit of an accent going on like back in the day like I still remember Yu-Gi-Oh with <laughs> Joey's accent <laughs> like and you know it was it, it's like a little weird I'm sure people will make their jokes but like it still fit the character yeah, at the end of the day yeah. it still fit and I think you can like play around with that and still have uh, authentic performance, uh, honest story um, that people can resonate with. So I definitely want to get into directing. Um, one of my big, big goals is maybe find or finding, founding, being the founder of a black-owned anime studio. Uh, I would love to, you know, like Funimation and Mangzoom, like get mm -hmm. into that. It's kind of hard to find information about that because you know whatever, it's a small industry based here in the states based here in the states yeah oh, awesome. no i, I want to like i'm a creative person i like i love working behind the scenes and you know i'm a psychology major i always thought for my life that i would eventually get into therapy and i do love that but i also love the idea of helping people by giving them opportunities to be creative because I think that's just an honest way to express yourself. And so mm -hmm. I I wouldn't mind like taking a step back from voice acting to get into that, but it's like so far it's not quite in the cards. Um, it will happen. I'm not trying to <laughs> I'm just saying, when you are playing, it's therapeutic for all of us. That's a session right there that I don't have to pay for, only subscription-wise. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm honored. I'm honored. I appreciate you. Thank you so much. I did want to um, touch on something you said, kind of like keeping work at, uh, in, in front of you and not like getting psyched up about upcoming roles potentially, like with all the great things that are coming, like, you know, the Spy Family adaptation to anime and Chainsaw Man, those type of things. Is it difficult to stop yourself if you're reading? Um, is it difficult to not, you know, kind of put yourself in a role, you know, like way, way early? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, like I, you know, I have like some anime that I, I've kept an eye on a little bit, and I'm like, oh, it'd be cool. But I, again, I try to titles, please. I, <laughs> I not say. I will just. I try to temper expectations. Um, I've had opportunities to audition for things that I'm like huge, a huge fan of, and I'm like, oh crap, I would love to be in this. I would love to play this character, and I try to tell myself, no, 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 listen. You know where this leads. You know this will lead to to depression, to 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 being miserable. Like keep yourself keep yourself focused on your work because I, I just try to like send and forget when it comes to auditions. Um, but you know I've like when it came to like Nessa and Mirko, I spent like way too long on those auditions because hell yeah I wanted to right, right, right. to be those characters. But you know I also try to be like okay, it's fine. But I remember with Mirko, I was thinking, yo, if this goes to a white actress, I will be so petty and not watch the stuff. <laughs> At the very least, if it doesn't go to me, go to somebody black. <laughs> but, um, oh yeah, it's hard to, con to you can't control yourself. Yeah, if we could, like, you know, probably wouldn't be toxic sometimes. <laughs> but, but, um, but, you know, I, I think, I think though, having that uh, passion for a character you know, kind of leads to having a better performance because you'll like do the extra work. Because I think sometimes, especially like the anime we have now, like sometimes we just throw away anime. 
Like, they really do be just some throwaway anime that, like, nobody will watch. Um, and so it's hard to, like, put, like, a lot of passion into it, but when you have things like Chainsaw Man, things like Homie-san, uh, and all these, like, wonderful works that are full of passion, even behind the scenes of the, uh, Japanese anime studios themselves, um, you know, you, you want to put forth that same passion, and, you know, you want to be able to hit the nuances, be able to provide your honest interpretation, um, and, you know, I watched this, uh, interview that Troy Baker did, and he, d he says he doesn't audition for things, he has meetings. Wow. <laughs> he will have meetings, which is basically like having an audition, but like he will, he doesn't try to sell, you know, the character that, you know, the devs expect. He sells his version of the character, like what he imagines can be the character, and that kind of, um, that ability to be collaborative, to bring yourself, or to bring that much creativity into a role, I, that's like the kind of, that's what I aspire to do more in my auditions. I struggle with it sometimes because I, I know what casting directors may want, so I, I, I can lean into that, but I, I try to be more of myself and I try to accept that even if, if that's rejected, that's okay, you know, I still did it. Yeah. I got a silly question. Kind of <laughs> silly, kind of silly. So yesterday during the panel, you said you were a fan of Digimon. I am also a fan of Digimon. <laughs> <laughs> What would be your crest in Digimon? What would be the crest that would define you? The one that you gotta search under a rock, beat some giant elephant monster <laughs> up. And they're like, damn, I found this, finally, it's all coming together. Like, what would be your crest? What would you think? You can make one up too. You can make a know, crest of vibes or something. <laughs> <laughs> crest of vibes. Yeah. Uh, I, I think, uh, I mean, crest of anxiety would make sense. <laughs> but, but I, you know, I mentioned earlier I'm ambitious, probably crest of ambition, you know, crest, crest of, of honesty, I think. I, I think I'm a very honest person, and, you know, I, I try to be honest, but also me letting myself be honest, completely honest with myself, I think I still struggle with that. Mm -hmm. So I think um, I think that would work in the way that, yes, this is how I am naturally, but this is also something I need to face and be better right. about. So. Mm -hmm. 